This episode is presented by Warriors Hope, serving our veterans by helping them reintegrate back into civilian life effectively. Visit them online at warriors-hope.org. Hey folks, welcome to Surviving Danger Close. Hopefully we really are alive. Uh, Surviving Danger Close, this episode is sponsored by Warriors Hope serving our veterans and warriors by helping them reintegrate back into civilian life effectively. Sound right, Dustin? Yeah, it sounds about right. I I have the Facebook page open. I figured as much. It yeah. sounded a little <laughs> little rehearsed. Right. Well, that's all right. That's what we should be doing now, right? Yeah. Rehearsing that's or fine. practicing or what? Or at least sounding <laughs> prepared. Prepared and rehearsed. Yeah, but not getting a text message from our producer saying, "Hey, you guys ready to do the show?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. We oh, we're doing a show. I forgot. <clears throat> um, maybe. Right. <laughs> well, at least Jared keeps us. Yeah, on. that's why we hired him. Uh, ever. That's, why gets, that's why we pay. Yeah, him. you need to pay, pay me. <laughs> Wait double. a minute. We, what? Pay me double for this one. <laughs> well, uh, welcome. Good seeing you guys. How you guys been? Hopefully you are doing well. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your uh, Memorial Day weekend. Working on it. That was why I forgot. But you know, fence is fixed though. That's that's one good thing. What, so, what farm animals you have that you're keeping in now? The kids. The kids. The important <laughs> ones. <laughs> no, we've got we've got sheep that we're that we've had for a little bit now and finally got them a permanent fence so at least they know they're they're staying around till at least fall but right. <laughs> trying to protect them um but uh memorial days coming up and uh hope everybody's having a good memorial day weekend um there's one thing about memorial day that gives me a pet peeve and I'm just going to start off with this one. Um, it's when I hear people that go up and thank a veteran, and they're a civilian, they don't have anything on, they see him wearing the the hat or the shirt or whatnot, or maybe they even know that they are a veteran, and they say, thank you for your service, and then they respond, oh, this isn't mine, this is for those. You know, I, I get educating, but um, don't degrade them while you're educating them. Um, Right. You know, that's the one thing that kind of gets me uh, is when people degrade and it's like, you know, what? OK, we as veterans know what what this weekend's for. Um, you know, we've got plenty on our mind uh, for this weekend. Don't don't sit there and, and berate somebody just because they're thanking you for your service on Memorial Day. But so. I don't know your guys' thoughts. I just wanted to throw that one out there, get started with that. But that's new to. I mean, I want to. How do I want to say it's new to me? Uh, since I've become an adult, realizing exactly what the day was for that it's that it's not for those who have served. That we we have a day, and that's in November for that. Mm-hmm. To to thank the veterans, and so I mean, I've learned that as you know, as recent as just a handful of years ago. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like, I, I asked one veteran one time, I was like, look, I get it, you're trying to, to help them learn and, and 
educate people, but you know, and every other day, do you say wait till November to to say thanks? Yeah. What what's? I mean, I get it. It is Memorial Day. You know, John, you and I both know plenty of people that uh, no longer with us, and due to either suicide, due to sickness from deployments, some sort of effect, um, killed in action. And, uh, you know, for us, exactly. There you go. Thanks, Bill. He's on. Um, why don't you just accept the gratitude? Exactly. Just accept it. And if you want to say, hey, you know, let me tell you about Memorial Day. Let me tell you about, you know, Gerald Bisonhut that passed away on February 8th, 2008. Let me tell you about him. You know, take that time to educate, but don't sit there and belittle them. Or if you're in a hurry, hey, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And usually the road that I take is I, I tell them, you know, I, I appreciate it and I, I thank them for their support. And, um, you know, if it's if it's appropriate, same thing. I'll, I'll share a story or, you know, a memory of someone that uh, is no longer with us. And, um, you know, and just kind of go with it at that. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, veterans are a funny group and uh, as dysfunctional we as we are. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a group that I'm proud to be part of, but it's also a group that I have grown to despise in other areas. Um, so, yeah, you're right, Bill. Uh, a lot of us don't take um, thank yous very well because it makes us uncomfortable. We're not used to them, um, in, especially in a thankless kind of job sometimes, such as corrections. Um, but yeah, you know, education can go a long ways and, and, uh, you know, probably the hardest thing that I had to realize and learn is if, if for me, I guess, is, um, I have not personally lost anyone directly under my command, uh, or work with me. Um, I did have a troop that went on, uh, he PCS out of, which is a permanent change of station. Uh, they moved from Okinawa to Washington and they were working in the Pentagon when, mm. when nine 11 happened. And, uh, and, uh, he's was injured. Um, but ultimately he's okay. Uh, but he was, he was in the building and he took refuge when the plane struck and, and he, you know, assisted some people getting out. Um, but you know, it's, uh, what I find is uh, the guilt. And I think I shared this the other day on my page is the guilt that comes along that uh, for many of us at any give it, given time or moment, we, we could have been changed. You know, we could have been in that spot or, you know, probably the closest I've, uh, I don't want to say the closest I've come, but I was, I was had orders to Cobar Towers in 2001. We're coming up on uh was it 2001? Gosh, time escapes me now. But I had assignment uh, orders to go to to co um, to go and stay in Cobar Towers, which we know was uh, attacked and bombed, and lives were lost then. But mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason, I was I was transferred to um, a different duty station in another Middle Eastern country that <laughs> spent some time in. But uh, you know the guilt for many, uh, especially our Vietnam vets. Mm. Um, you know, the guilt of, of Memorial day, they, 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 uh, you know, they, they remember every day 
many of them. And uh, Memorial Day is, is oftentimes it's very hard for veterans that truly did lose friends, um, especially from small town communities. And I, I was just sharing with Dustin and Jared before we got on air that uh, I was looking it up. And, and here in Tuscola County, we lost 15 um, local boys in Vietnam that were killed in action. So, you know, these chances are, you know, there was four of them from Cairo, uh, you know, three, one from Reese, uh, one from Akron, one from Millington and, and, uh, kind of spread out one from Tuscola, the little, little, little three-way stop sign. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, chances are a good number of these people either played sports against one another or knew one another and, uh, they lost their lives there. So Memorial Day has lots of different meanings to different people. Uh, you know, it's getting to the point now, you know, we're, we're about out. We're running out of time with our World War II vets. Yeah. And uh, sadly, I, I, I know that our Vietnam vets uh, are getting up there in age as well. And um, uh, you're right, Bill. Uh, there are times that... Uh, we do hate, you know, the fact mm -hmm. that we, the survivor's guilt. We hate the fact that we, uh, you know, we made it and some others didn't. Survivor's guilt but, is one thing that I struggled with myself for, oh, many years. Um, I was deployed from 2007 to 2009. And I always thought before then, I'm like, survivor's guilt? Why? What is that? Like, why, you know, I had no background in in psychology at the time i had no you know real war trauma underneath my belt i was like why do people deal with survivor's guilt you're you survived i mean that's great you should be happy and then it happened to me where i came back and i was like you know why am i here why why am i the one that's here um the the one uh sergeant's name i mentioned earlier uh, that was February 8th, 2008. You know, I may get dementia. I, I guarantee that'll be one thing that I will not forget. 500-pound um, deep-buried IED took a 32-ton vehicle, flipped it upside down. Um, I was the one that, uh, at the battalion at the time, who was in charge of getting the nine-line. Uh, for those that don't know, a nine-line is a nine-line medevac. You have to give nine lines of information. Um, and at the time, I, do, I knew that you could do a certain amount of lines, I think four or five, before the bird could get off the ground. And at that time, um, I had one of the fastest wheels up nine line that was in. Uh, I got a coin for it. I met General Petraeus. And he's thanking me for all this. And my commander's thanking me but i'm like we lost four guys there you know one guy died on the way in the bird that they picked up and for years i looked in the mirror i could barely look in the mirror when i got out in 2011 i didn't even want to say i was a veteran you know they'd say oh would all the veterans please stand at sporting events i was sitting um because of that survivor's guilt. That is such a powerful thing. Because why did I survive? Why why did that guy die on the, the bird? Um, oh, hi, Amanda. Uh, thanks for coming on. And it was like, why did I not... Why wasn't I faster? 
I should have been faster. And for many years until, oh, I want to say maybe even four or five years ago, uh, when I was in D.C. and I met up with the sergeant that was with me in the room when all that went down. And he was like, why are you still beating yourself up for that day? Because I sat him down. I'm like, dude, ran it through my mind for the last eight years, whatever. What could I have done differently to save? He goes, what what could you have done differently? You could have had the birds there before the attack happened. That's about the only thing you could have done differently. We can't tell the future in those events. And really, I still struggle with it today. Um, this weekend's rough for me because I know certain people that passed away while we were over there. We lost uh, six guys, seven guys, and I knew each one of them. Um, and it, it's tough just because we came back, we had a ceremony for those we lost, and here I'm looking at the wife or fiance, I can't remember at the time, but the, the family of the guy that died in the bird on the way back to, from the medevac and still beat myself up over that to know, okay, coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, even though I got the award for it, you know, I, I it's still, even today, it, it's, it gets to me because that survivor's guilt is there. You know, why, why was I the one that the rocket missed my truck? You know, why did that bomb not go off when we drove over it, but it went off when they did? You know, and I know guys that I've talked to for, you know, in the years since then, um, you just, that runs through you, especially today. Um, and that's what Warriors Hope is, is for in, uh, you know, for us. And that's why we're here. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a veteran first responder. I, you know stuff we kind of gear for first responder and, and that's fine and today we're taking time for mainly our veterans um you survived for a reason do we know what that reason is no is it easy no but staying on that survivor's guilt and allowing that to fester in there you know look around you and see who else you're affecting um I affected my family in a big way and it wasn't until I started dealing with survivor's guilt um, that I started to repair the damage done to my family just because I came home to them. Um, and if you want the full story on that, I think I did that on February 8th somewhere on our page. I think I did a live on that. Uh, you guys can listen to that. But uh, I know I'm rambling, but this is just this is not an easy holiday for, for a lot of veterans um, right. just because of what it represents and the, like, I know uh, I have a KIA bracelet that uh, a lot of times people see me wear on here and that'll be on no matter what I do tomorrow, that's going to be on uh, from midnight until midnight or then the next morning just because of the fact of what it represents and knowing that there's people that their families changed, their lives changed in that instant. And yet here we are still carrying on. Um, and that goes on to veteran suicide. I mean, I know 
lot of those I've talked to that have tried to commit or thought about commit suicide, um, it's survivor's guilt. I'm here. He's not. I just don't want to be here. Um, and if you're thinking that and you're listening to us, you know, I don't care if you're listening to this three years from now, you reach out to us. You know, I don't plan on going anywhere. Um, we may forget a show here or there, um, like we did tonight, but, uh, we don't plan on going anywhere. Reach out. You know, that's what we're here for. Uh, you're not the first one to go through this. Trust me. Right. You know, and, and, uh, you know, and I think back to when I was a senior and, and generally I, I hate this time of year, uh, anyway, just because school is getting out and inevitably since I've been a re first responder, um, you know, I've, I've seen many too, too many lives and too soon uh, when really they're just getting out of school and everything is in front of them. The whole world is about to be theirs. And, you know, I think back to when I was a senior and uh, there was there was six of us that were friends and we all enlisted in the military. Um, four went into the uh, Marine Corps. One went into the Army. And, and here I am. Uh, an Air Force vet, and in the class ahead of me, we, we had, you know, a few more that they graduated the year prior, and, and uh, you know, one of them, I'm, I'm not going to share his name because I, I don't know how comfortable he is with sharing his story, but there is a local business in town that uh, he and his wife had owned, and and he is a uh, Purple Heart recipient, mm -hmm. and, and I hear his story, and then I just, I'm, I'm floored, you know. Uh, I'm floored that he made it. I'm floored that he's still here with us. Uh, and I think I can't think of anything but the tremendous work it takes probably every day for him to just st still get up and get out of bed and and left foot, right foot type thing. You know, and I, I think back to when I was, uh, uh, well, actually, uh, the 24th was the anniversary. Um, and it's important for us to say their names, too. And the gentleman that I'm speaking of is uh, Sergeant Chuck, Sergeant Chuck Dreyer. Uh, many of us know his mother. Um, she's a reporter for a well-known newspaper in the area. Mm. And uh, he, he grew up a half mile down the road from me. Um, he was, I believe, a year, two years older than I was. Uh, but, you know, he was someone I looked up to and, uh, like I said, um, 15 years ago, he was killed in action. Like 16 years ago now, I'm sorry. Uh, he was killed in action. Uh, let me see if I remember where it was. Not that it's important to the story, um, but he was killed in action. He was assigned as a sniper in, a, uh, I believe it was the 2nd Brigade. Um, that's about all I can remember. Uh, but it's important to say their names. You know, and I knew his little brother, Jason, and... Uh, you know, it's, uh, it affects everyone when we lose someone overseas. My wife's family, uh, you know, she has a, a great uncle that she has never met who's buried in France. And uh, some family members were able to, to go over uh, to France and, and visit his tomb or his grave. And, uh, you know, there's, it's just a, what a great American story. Um, and it says a lot for our countries that we go and liberate um, from oppression that, that they still honor the veterans that were killed on their soil. Um, you know, and they give us that soil, that cemetery there is, is American territory. Yep. It's American land. 
Um, so it just, it's, it speaks volumes uh, of what foreign nations thought of our country and our, our men that gave it up their all. Uh, and we honor those the, uh, this weekend around the world, wherever they fell. And it's just, it's just truly amazing. Um, you know, as an American, it's, it's got to be humbling to know that there were warriors that went out and did that willingly. Uh, but as a veteran, it also instills a great sense of pride, even if it does bring grief for the ones that we know and love. Um, you know, it's just an incredible weekend, uh, regardless of what other people think, how they celebrate it. Um, you know, sometimes it gets frustrating, but uh, mm. sometimes I think they just don't maybe have a, a, a card in the deck or, a, a you know, a price in the game. Um, you know, and, and I can't I can't judge them for that, you know. Uh, I decided to buy in, you know, buy into that hand and, and, uh, I was fortunate enough to cash out. Okay. And, and some cashed out permanently, but you know, it's, it's a truly powerful and, and moving, um, time for all of us that have served and, and those that families that, you know, um, they paid the price on their own from someone that they loved. And, you know, there's civilians out there probably thinking, uh, you know, how, you know, should we do this? Should we do that? Yeah, it, it's there. Like I stated right away, yeah. Whoever you want to thank of that, go for it. You know, it, it is Memorial Day. It's when we are thinking of those that we lost close to us or family members. Um, you know, but go have your fun. You know, that's right. They, they would want you to, anyways. Um, go have your fun. You know, I'm going to do something with my family. Uh, you know, I know in past Memorial days, I've gone to cemeteries. Um, I've been to a few of the tombs of guys that we lost over there. Um, my medic was, uh, one of my medics that was killed that I knew real well, went and found his tomb. Um, and, uh, don't mind me. I'm just destroying yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a good time to rearrange your office. Yeah. Okay, we'll wait for you. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this is, we, we do live, we're fortunate enough to live in, in you know, a great country. Um, and I have to say Canada, too, because my wife is Canadian, um, in case my family over there is watching. Uh, and, but, and they had their Memorial Day last week. Yep, yep, they had theirs. Um and her grandfather uh, was a World War II naval uh, Navy guy, and for the Canadian Army or the Canadian Navy. And it was nice to sit down over the years until he passed away, you know, within the last couple of years, uh, and just talk to him about it. And you know, it doesn't matter. Um, I'll, I'll edit for you. No, oh. no, don't worry about it. No, this is grief doesn't understand boundaries. No, or borders. I mean, even now, I just think of talking to him, and and you know, mind you, the communication technology has not changed much from World War II until now. It's just you know, the boxes are are different. Um, but I remember just talking to him, and and you know, then. You know, this is what memorial means to me. Um, the guys I lost, 
my dad is a veteran. He never saw combat overseas, but he was federally active uh, activated through the National Guard at the Detroit riots in the late 60s. He was there, um, and he and I have talked about what he's gone through because he was his targets. The enemy was American citizens. Um, you know, let that sink in for a while. Um, you know, he's still with us, but, uh, you know, for me, Memorial Day is the guys that I wear on my bracelet every day. Um, I've got a, a KIA shirt that the unit put out. Um, we had to pay extra for it because, you know, certain things with the printer and all that. And, you know, we didn't care because uh, we wear it not for us. Um, it, it's a rush of emotions during Memorial Day. And I could be fishing with the kids, having a blast, and I'll know where it will hit me. And you know what? That's normal. You know, you're, you're not different just because all of a sudden something hits you out of nowhere. You're not, it's not like you're anything unusual. Um, you know, that's why I don't want this all edited. I mean, we joke around about it, but we all know Jared doesn't edit. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll forget by the time I put it up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, we, we, Yeah, I got to be honest. It, uh, when we talked about doing a Memorial Day show, um, it sounded like a great idea. And and uh, these are all things that we talk about on our own and holding ourselves. But I got to be honest, this freaking show is killing me right now. Yeah. Jared, don't you got something smart to say? <laughs> smart? No, I never have anything smart to say. What are you talking about? Um, but, I mean, I know you guys are having a hard time, and, and I can really appreciate that. Um, I think it's also important for anybody out there who can come across this show, anytime that they come across it, and see that they're not the only ones that are grieving and, yeah. and remembering, especially on this day. I mean... For me, somebody who, who did not enlist and knows few, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't think I could uh, name off a name of somebody who uh, died during in combat. And so this, this day doesn't hit me like it's hitting you guys. And But being on the show with you right now, it gives a different perspective. This isn't just the day to... to remember people who have passed i mean this is this is a specific group of people who have passed uh, so I'll, I'll do i'll do the the little bit that i can contribute and that is uh that is the uh, couple of moments of research that i did because i was because one thought was what is memorial day and why do we do it uh, i mean we i mean talking to you guys we know why now uh, anybody who started to listen to this, anybody who will be listening to this in the future, now we know why. Uh, but it started in the Civil War there era. The there goes the flag. My my T-shirt's sitting right there. We'll just there. We go. We'll use that for today. Yeah. Um, 
it started in the Civil War. Uh, Confederate soldiers would get their uh, grave sites decorated by by their yep. family. Uh, and then after the Union Army, or what was left of the Union Army, started adopting it for theirs as well. Uh, then in 1868, it was called Decoration Day. And it went from oh, almost 100 years before somebody went, hey, you know what, we're going to make this a national holiday. And we, we actually have two Memorial Days. We have Memorial Day and then our Memorial Day observed. And so tomorrow is the day that we observe it. Uh, and it is specifically for those who have, let me find exactly where it says, uh, died in the performance of their military duties while serving in the United States Armed Forces. And that sounds really generic. Um, but now that, but now we're talking, and it's good to put some names out there to those who did die during their performance of their military duties. Uh, their military duties of really just providing us our safe harbor of a country that we have. And, and we, we can thank our veterans, but we really need to thank the, those that, have, that didn't come back. And those are the true thanks. Um, and so that is one that is one little bit that I did. So yeah, very very little um, research. And then, uh, Arlington, um, our largest military cemetery, uh, specifically for those. I mean, I guess it's not specifically for those that died in combat, but that's the um, well, probably the most clear way of that happening and those who have not been to arlington go to arlington i don't care what is happening in our country right now spend a day in arlington i've been there twice and even the first time was in eighth grade during a class trip and even just in eighth grade the weight of uh that place will even get a 13 14 year old and you'll really understand. And then I went later with a different group in my early 20s and felt it just as hard. And so actually we're talking a pre-9-11 and a post-9-11 visit. Uh, the only real difference is I was actually recording video recording the, gr the group that went and I had to take my microphone off the camera. Uh, yeah, very good word, Bob. Arlington is very humbling. Uh, there, there are rows and rows, and they're they're so neatly put together that you can see what you you can see the weight of today in those rows. So if when you get to go, don't just think about it. Think about the day and everybody who who knows those people, because there are a lot of people who you know, you know that they still have friends and family that are around thinking about them. So those aren't just crosses and uh, star, stars of David and everything on those stones. Those are those represent a very large population of our country, um, and and something that they don't have on their site. Which now we'll lighten it up a little bit. Of interesting history on Arlington is that it was actually uh, Robert E. Lee's mansion, and kind of to to put an extra little uh, F.U. to the Confederacy, uh, 
the union set up their cemetery in in his backyard or front yard depending on where you're looking and i thought that was really interesting and not only that but uh his wife mary custis was george washington's second great granddaughter i think somewhere somewhere in direct line so robert e lee's wife was a direct descendant of george washington that's crazy yeah and that's something you don't learn on their site i searched through their site that's something i learned uh with the tour guide the most recent time that i went yeah the um i actually have one of the guys that was killed he's uh buried at arlington and i've been to his his uh grave a couple of times there um and yeah it is oof if you ever been there while a um Funeral procession is going on. <clears throat> um, if that doesn't make you stop and think, um, you need to start thinking. Uh, the horse, the, the the cadence, the respect that they give to the body, and it doesn't matter if it's a current or someone who was killed now or a veteran that, that died or passed away. Um, yeah, it's wow. Mm-hmm. I I can't even describe it just because you've just it's one of those things you just gotta go see. Yeah. Um it's impossible to even describe. Um but their yeah, website they, uh, says what's ahead, up? Nope, I was go gonna say their their website says that they conduct between twenty seven thirty each weekday and six mm-hmm. to eight on Saturday. And that's a lot. Those guys, they they work incredible shifts to do that. Um, it's not like they have twenty eight different uh, uh, sets groups of guys to uh, to to do those funerals. Um, they get done. They they march it. They're walking all over that place. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's how they keep uh, that's how they keep fitting in those small uniforms they have to wear. Yeah. You had to have a certain size requirement. I mean, it's pretty crazy, the stuff that they go through. Very strict. Um, And never tick off the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier Guard. Um, I've seen that happen. That's, I thought it was hilarious, but nobody else did. (laughs) Those are live rounds that they carry in those things, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, this did not go the way I thought it was. Right. Wow. All right. I was glad we made this show tonight. Right. Yeah. Well, we, we, we started late. We said we'll probably end early. So, um, yeah. uh, so the, again, the important thing is you're, any veteran listening to this who is thinking about suicide and is thinking about all the people that they lost, especially we're talking tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of uh, men and women thinking about that. Uh, you're not alone. There are pl- everybody who has survived yeah. combat is thinking about everybody they lost. So just know that. Find another veteran and talk to them. Talk to each other. Uh, get it out there. Don't don't just let it sit and fester with you. Yeah. Um, say the names. Say the, Say their names. Say them out loud. Uh, Post them on our, uh, I think you can post on walls and other people's walls on Facebook. Post them on our wall. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let, let, us, let us know who they are. We would very much appreciate if somebody did that. Um, I may start off and, and post that tonight. Uh, the ones that we lost. Um, yeah, just from my unit. Um, if you guys don't mind, I wouldn't mind giving their names and kicking it off, right? Let's kick it, um, kick it off. It may take a while. <laughs> um, Staff Sergeant Gerald Weisenhut. Sergeant Timothy Martin. Sergeant Gary Willett. Specialist Michael Manabog. And that's the one that passed away in the uh, chopper on the way back. Um, Specialist Jeremiah Hughes. Uh, there's a story on that one. Maybe one day we'll discuss. But uh, he was he uh, he committed suicide in front of his unit while we were over there. And a good friend of mine. Um, Specialist William Doc McMillan, one of the few docs that uh, medics that we lost, um, like the entire unit. Last one is uh, PFC Christopher McCraw. Oh, no, I'll just say it again once more. Uh, local boy from me, grew up a half mile from me, went to school with him. Sergeant Charles Dreyer, 2005, Baghdad. Um, we'd like to honor those that uh, you guys know. Uh, so please, you know, if you hear this, and I don't care if it, if you listen to this on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, or next week, next year. Um, any first responder, any veteran uh, that you want to honor, please do. Please share it on our, our wall. Um, I don't know if there's something special we could do or, or whatnot that, where they could put that, Jared. I'll leave that up to you. Um, but we'd, we'd like to know. Uh, it's, you know, you think you come back and, you know, especially come back and everything's fine and everything's good. Um, any veteran will be the first one to tell you that everything's fine, everything's good. Um, but there's reasons why we don't like funerals. Um, there's reasons why we don't like crowds. Um there's reasons why, uh, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't like Memorial Day. Um, because these are things that we we hear. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have my moments tomorrow. Um, my kids know I'm, we're, 
in the last few years, we've been very honest with our kids. Uh, and, and it's something that I feel is good uh, when you're ready. Uh, I will admit my wife was ready before me. Uh, and I came home one day and my kids looked up to me and says, we're sorry that you lost friends today long time ago and walked away and there's my wife and I was like nah, okay I guess we're this is what we're doing um we're gonna <laughs> do this yeah. need that extra push but yeah exactly um but yeah I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find their their picture and even maybe even post it on our site um but at least their names and uh, if you guys want to and I don't care civilian or otherwise uh, if you know somebody um, help us honor them by just, you know, we're not a, we don't have a huge following, but we have people that will, will look at it and, you know, we'd like to think of them and their families tomorrow. All right. Well, I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Um, I thank everybody for tuning in and, and, uh, sharing this time with us as we discuss our Memorial Day and what it means to us. And we share the names of those that we cared for and were friends with that we've lost along the way. And uh, I just pray that everybody has a safe rest of the weekend and uh, continue to celebrate the lives of those that gave theirs. And I'll leave it with that, Jared, if you have anything else to add. No, I think you guys ended it perfectly. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you guys for sharing. And we thank all those who we've lost for defending our freedoms.